This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Throughout the nation and around the globe, from his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live on the radio. Here on the Contact Talk Radio Network, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dear James Live. Express yourself, tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. And today, we are returning to an incredibly important topic, mental health matters, Options and Remedies. It's kind of a part two of what will probably become a a mild series here with Dear James. Um, And of course, I am bringing back my amazing special guest, uh, Dr. Jan. She is a woman who connects two worlds. As a clinical psychologist and psychotherapist, she integrates information about science, psychology, and human development to help people with their struggles in daily living. As an oracle, divination master, astrologer, and sacred geometer, I always get that one wrong, geometer, she also uses energies from the unseen world to eliminate our soul's path and purpose during this and other lifetimes. All of Dr. Jan's work is for the single purpose of bringing us to our divine purpose and to manifest our authentic self. Hello, Dr. Jan. Hello, dear James, and it's only because Mercury's in retrograde that you couldn't get that geometrist out. <laughs> I know, it's like geometrist, geometrist. Let's just get rid of that. I think actually because, you know what's funny? There's a typo, and that's why. I have well, geometer, and I'm like, and, and that's the blessing of Mercury geometrist. retrograde, because it brings back things that we need to take a better look at, and we get to untangle the tangle. So we always look for the blessing in the uh, curse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I always laugh with Mercury retrograde, which uh, for everyone listening starts today. It really started a week ago. Feels oh, like yeah. it did. Mm. But, uh, but it actually starts today, January 21st, runs through February 11th. And as I always say, gear down and slow down during Mercury retrograde. Boy, that's a beautiful way to think about that. Yes, amen to that. Yeah, it's a whole gear down, slow down. You know, I, I, I've said this before, and, you know, we get Mercury retrogrades three times a year. It impacts, you know, it obviously retrogrades in different houses for each person and different um, uh, zones, if you will, within the astro- uh, astrology and so forth. And so, you know, each one has its own flavor, its own influence. Um, but one of the things that's really important is, you know, Mercury gets a bad rap. That whole Mercury retrograde, it gets a bad rap because everything goes haywire. And um, and so as we're talking about mental health, you know, options and remedies, be conscious right up front that it is Mercury retrograde. It's going to be going on for about three weeks. And just slow down. Bring your tempo down. Kind of gear yourself down. Don't get over, you know, all this anxiety and we're going to go into this Dr. Jam. But, you know, it, it, it's about those things where when you take notice of what's happening, then you're actively flowing with it and you understand it as opposed to being barraged by it. Oh, that is so wonderful, James. You are so right. And the, and the brilliance of this Mercury in retrograde is that it is in the sign of Aquarius and that's the sign of visionary thought. And so what a perfect day to be having this particular show. Indeed, because it's, you know, it's mental health. And this is, 
you know, as I said, very dear to myself and, and clearly with Dr. Jan, it is her, it's her life and her purpose and her practicing and so forth. And, and so we want to come back to the, the first show that we held together on mental health matters was about the awareness of mental health. And so from that show, we wanted to offer all of our listeners a, a chance to understand alternative remedies, options, things that will help you through anything from a, the, you know, the minor moment, if you will, to you know, greater challenges and so forth that you're struggling with mental health. Um, because it is an incredibly important issue that we as a society, as a world, we've got to start talking about it. And we have to be more open to the discussion and we need to bring it out into the light so that people feel comfortable to talk, to be heard, to be seen without it ever reaching epic proportions. And that's what we've, that's kind of the, the path we've already been on. So with that, Dr. Jan, I want to kind of lead into the write-up that we had for the show um, and kind of tell the listeners what we're going to cover. Um, Great. You know, mental health is a multi-layered global, national, and personal issue, whereby the options to treat, heal, and manage it should be met with an overall wellness plan specific to each person. And let's just talk for a second you had a brilliant statement about that when we were speaking about the the wellness plan. And I want to go back over that with you and kind of bring that conversation first into the forefront. Good. And, you know, I was just thinking about that, James, that every person is unique. And so a lot of what we're going to talk about today is going to be broad in the sense that we certainly on the radio can't prescribe for any one individual person. We wouldn't do that, but what we, what we can prescribe for every person, because all the research has borne it out, is this idea of prevention is the best medicine. And any person and every person can think about prevention and certainly those people who struggle, and we know it's a significant portion of the population, a huge percentage of us do struggle on a daily basis with our moods with our with regulating our anxiety. And so a basic wellness plan is absolutely essential for everyone. And the wellness plan has to include a couple of things. Uh, the first is very importantly, and you had a brilliant show on this just last week, what are we putting in our bodies? Being very conscious and aware of the food we eat, the nutrition that we take in, the quality of it, the purity of it, and being sure that we're adequately nourished. Because a simple thing as dysregulated blood sugar can bring on symptoms of mental illness. And so. Absolutely. And I just want to jump in on something there because I know that, you know, obviously, you know, the economy is rebounding and so forth, but that's all relative to people. And, and one of the things about nutrition is so many people are living paycheck to paycheck, you know, kind of hand to mouth. And the ability to um, purchase, and you've got a family of four, a family of six, you know, whatever it might be, or, or it's just yourself. But the ability to, there, there's a, a misnomer and, and that in order to eat well, it costs too much. Right. And, and so we have to start looking, and, and I want to say to all of the listeners, it is less expensive to shop down the middle of the aisles. Because that's where all that processed, prepackaged 
stuff is. But there are ways by which, and, and you kind of, you know, it's back to the basics, always back to the basics. When you look at combinations of, you know, the different um, varietals of beans and so forth that create proteins when they're mixed with a rice for a whole grain and so forth, all of those things are less expensive to provide and serve to your family. And so, you know, it's easy to go slap the pizza in or order out and, you know, or go through the drive through but that is unhealthy. It's not, it's, it's fun every once in a while. But as Dr. Jan is saying, and I know she said on the last show, it was, you know, garbage in, garbage out. And so we have to be aware. Go ahead. Yeah, and just thinking about the idea that uh, people who cook more closely to perhaps their cultural roots really get this right. Because if you think of a basic Asian diet or a basic uh, Latino diet that, that does consist of things like really good quality proteins in the form of beans or small amounts of meat with lots and lots of vegetables, uh, some complex carbs like rice. Those are brilliant kinds of meals. But even if you don't have an ethnic culture to draw on like that, just adding fresh whole fruits and vegetables. And even if you can't afford to buy organics to just wash them carefully, we could go, we could do a whole show on this. But what I'm also very happy to see is I have to say in my local grocery store now, which is absolutely middle of the road, it's not a Whole Foods, nothing like that. Right. They are offering bigger and bigger selections of affordable organics and natural products that I really have confidence in. So I'm very happy about that. But just the awareness, and even, James, even if you're not able to add an apple in every day, it's removing a couple of things that we know increases the the possibility of uh, mental destabilization. So caffeine. Caffeine is huge. So many young kids right now are going around with caffeine poisoning, caffeine toxicity that they're not even aware of. But it creates anxiety disturbances that look exactly like major anxiety disorder. Well, and, and, and you and ask look at them all, how much Red Bull are you drinking? I was just going to say, look exactly. at these, all these energy drinks and everything. That are being marketed that to kids. They're being marketed, the high amount of sugar and all of that stuff, and That's then the, right. the caffeine. And it's completely knocking their systems that's right. You know. So so the very basis of a wellness prevention program is what's going in, what can we add, what can we take away? And to remember that most of our brain cells are literally in our guts. They're literally in our bellies. So to be able to make sure that our our digestion is in good shape, that we're not constipated, that we're, you know, regular every day. That's one of the reasons they say an apple a day keeps the doctor away because it has that fiber and roughage that detoxifies the system and keeps us from accumulating a lot of um, neurotransmitters that are actually poison to our brain because that's what happens. The, the, the neurotoxins develop. We can't get rid of them. They poison our brain. And suddenly we feel horrible or we're completely uh, off the rails, and it's as simple as nutrition. It is, yep. and, and, and that was something as well where we mentioned, you know, the the issue of, uh, and I know that you know not everyone's going to love it, but high colonics. I know both of us, yes. you know, subscribe to that belief system, and we have done Definitely. them, and also a really great probiotic. Exactly. Uh, you know, anything from an Activia yogurt that has right. you know high quality. Um, uh, probiotics and so forth to an actual tablet and so forth, keeping right. your intestines and your digestive system healthy. 
That's, that's right. And to read, read labels, read the labels because not all products, you know, when anybody jumps on a fad, corporations, of course, want to benefit from this. So there's lots of now things to, you know, that include probiotics in them. Right. A lot of these things aren't even active once they reach the shelf. They can't possibly keep the bacteria alive. So one of the things I do want to offer, James, if there's anybody who feels like they want to check something out, they want to get it, they want to ask, let's be sure and tell them how they can contact us so that we can contact them and say, here's some good products, here's some good Here's some good resources. Check this out. Check that out. Because we have a wealth of those things available. So, absolutely. And and you, anybody listening, is free to you know write in uh, info at dearjames.com. So i n f o at dearjames.com. And of course, Doctor D R Jan Seward S E W A R D dot com. So either way, you can reach us if you have questions. Send them in, and we will get back to you and and help direct you. Because the entire point of the Mental Health Matters series that Dr. Jan and I are doing is to inform you. We are not here to treat anyone. We are not here to um, to offer specific advice to your direct circumstances in that regard to your mental health. That you want to see your practitioner for, or you know, a qualified practitioner. But what we are here saying. Um, is to be aware of the multitude of things that will affect your mental health and to bring about a discussion about mental health so that we engage and you begin engaging with others, with your family, with your friends, your colleagues, so as to have a greater culture of awareness. Yeah. And in line with the wellness plan, James, we can't move on until we talk about exercise, that that is a key component to any wellness plan. And it could be the simplest thing. You know, people may say, I'm so depressed. I can't even move. I can't get myself to exercise. Yet we know that the simplest things that can be done in chairs, that can be done in the bed for any state of ability, there is something that can be done, and, and there's a very powerful modality called Qigong that I know many of your listeners will be familiar with, but it's an Asian form of primarily breathing, relaxation, and allowing the body to fully integrate energy coming from outside and coming from inside. And there's medical Qigong techniques where simply by Allowing yourself to focus on bringing more breath into your body, that, that's a very powerful exercise that then both detoxifies your system and begins toning up the muscles and changing the neurotransmitters that are responsible for things like anxiety and depression. So an exercise program of any sort, they've done lots of research, is very, very important to any wellness prevention program. Absolutely. And, and that was something that, again, we had mentioned. And, you know, again, I take it back to be, having people be conscious of, we're conscious of the pocketbook. We understand that for people to realize there are so many ways, just a simple walk out and around the block and then to the next block and so forth. There are ways in which you can engage and work and work out um, directly from home or in your own environment, you don't have to join the gym. You don't have to do all those things. You can do things right from, you know, the, the comfort and the, the luxury of your home. And so, yes. you know, look at all that. And breathing is so important, as Dr. Jan just said, that, you know, the entire, the ancient wisdom surrounding breath and breathing and how that alters your body and alters your mood. You know, you always hear someone say, take a breath. Take a breath. 
<laughs> it's profound. And then I do just, I know we're going to have other things we need to move on to, James, but yeah. there's one critical piece, and that is, uh, again, this is a little in contrast to the idea that you can stay in your home and do this, and you can. And also, very important, is social interaction and making sure you do not, you are not isolated because there's a strong correlation with social isolation and mental health so that to the to the extent that we can be connected with significant social relationships friends family healthy family healthy friends uh healthy social organizations and groups surrogate families surrogate friends who support us that's even if it's an internet group if if you're isolated in a community where you can't get out there are online groups there are call-in groups there's dearjames.com you know dear james radio show these are the ways we stay connected and that has been demonstrated to be one of the most preventive things for mental illness the fact that we stay connected Right, absolutely. And, and what I was really, and, and thank you, because what I was really referring to in that was that, you know, sometimes, you know, it, whether oh, it's the stay at home dads or the stay at home moms or whatever, exactly. you know, that you can come together in that way. And, you know, I mean, it's harking way back, but, you know, the Jane Fonda workouts and so forth. I mean, I'm, oh I'm dating, I'm dating myself in a certain way, but I'm not. <laughs> no, I but, did too. But, yeah, but, you know, the point of the fact that you can come together, as Dr. Jan is saying, and have wellness in your community, in your home, and that type of thing, yes. where you're, Again, you're, you're having social interaction, you're having exercise, you're getting your endorphins moving and so forth, and That's all right. of that starts to culminate in an overall wellness plan. Um, let's go to our first caller, Dr. Jan. It's Amy from Pennsylvania. Hello, Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Hey, hello. Hi. What's happening? Um... Well, my question is, um, with your mental health, um, I don't know how, how can you stay, um, I'm trying to stay positive because I've been trying to change careers and that, and there's a lot of negativity in my workplace, and how do you try to, I've tried to avoid and stay out of that, but it kind of draws me in anyways. How do you put yourself in, in the mindset to stay out of that? Um, keep yourself well, you know. Yeah, I, I hear you. I can actually feel your heaviness. Um, and literally what I'm, what I'm getting for you, Amy, is that you're, you know, that you're feeling um, you're kind of feeling boxed in, depleted, boxed in, and so you you actually have um, you've kind of enveloped yourself, if you will, in that place. And what they're saying to me is, you need kind of a, 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 a like, you know, this massive shock in a way, massive shock to your system. Meaning, you got to stop and pivot. I use that term a lot. Stop and pivot. You're in kind of negative territory. Let's just call it that. Um, and sometimes as simple as putting on your favorite song, like something that just completely reverses your mood, it's a shock, takes you out of that, that space because you're resonating. It's your resonance is what I'm feeling. It's like you're resonating in, you know, heavy territory. Like it's, it's heavy. 
And some of the simplest things are the are what will move you out of that. And they start building upon one another. Just as the negative stuff, you know, it didn't come on all at once. This has been over a course of, you know, what I'm getting is it's over a course of a couple of years. Yeah. It's been it's been this slow decline. And now you're kind of like down in the muck. And you're, because it took, you know, because it was so gradual, just continually over time, sliding, 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 that you're now kind of layered in it. And you've got to have visual imagery is really important because if you kind of see yourself, I call it the cesspool. If you can see this muck on you and you literally just in your head with this really great song on, shake it off. It's going to be a, you know, you're literally seeing muck fly off of you. You start to lighten because your mood instantly changes and you, you start seeing, oh, I'm, I'm in this. I'm doing this. And that's one of the first steps. It sounds very, you know, mundane and simple, but it's an immediacy that can shift where you are, you know, what, how you're feeling. You can do you, you work in like uh, I, I, I'm getting that you're like either in a cubicle or you're in a kind of a, a no windowed kind of confined space. Is that um, I do have a window, but it is confined. It's like a combined combined area like. I'm in a wing, you know, where there's all offices. Right. Uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm just going to step in, you know, because that's so, that speaks to what corporations do and don't do to contribute to exactly the feeling you're having, Amy. You're probably in a, what's called a very sick building. And we know that there are buildings where the circulation is not right. There's not enough sunlight and the workers who are in them become more and more negatively weighed down with a lot of different things, electromagnetic frequencies. I mean, this isn't woo-woo stuff. This is all scientifically documented. So that idea of being able to get, literally get that environment off of you, it may mean bringing into your cubicle a light, putting a light on your desk, one of those daylights, and they're, they're really affordable. Um, they just sit right on the desktop and shine, you know, UV light, which would be like being in bright sunlight. You're in Pennsylvania, so you're in the Northeast, so you're definitely deprived of light. Uh, that can literally lighten your mood. And the other thing is that what begins to happen, and, and they see this in, in animal models, is that thing called learned helplessness. As James said, this has been coming on over a series of years. So maybe in the beginning you were trying things, but it wasn't quite working. And as time goes on, we actually expect that it won't work. So we stop trying. And so pushing against that is really important. And then one last thing, because I know you're, you're also going to, going to have your time with James off the air. Um, when the other thing is that I would guess switching hats for a minute, if we look at your astrology chart, we would see that you're particularly vulnerable because you're very sensitive, that you're probably quite empathic, quite aware, and you've been pulling in the negative energy of a lot of people for a long time. This would probably be the planet Neptune somewhere in your chart that says, oh boy, I'm pretty open and I actually need to learn how to protect myself. And just like, again, when we live in the Northeast, when we go outside and it's cold, we're like, oh, I got to put a coat on. Bringing awareness to the areas of your vulnerability could help you to know where do I need to keep myself protected. Right. And you see, Amy, as well, right. is, is that resonating with you? Do you hear what? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes. 
Yeah, because ultimately there are so many things that, you know, ultimately we're responsible, you know, when we're feeling that energy and so forth, you know, stop and pivot, stop and pivot. It's all about how do you, the minute you recognize that negativity, that feeling, it's for you to to stop and pivot and say, what can I immediately do that changes my energy? You know, the the emotion or the energy or the mental state that that's going to place me in. And it's as simple as, do I need to walk outside? Do I need to see something in nature? Did I bring in, you know, flowers or something that are on my desk that change my mood? Do I need to go sit for five minutes in just a quiet meditation somewhere? And that might be in the ladies' room. I mean, if that's, you know. Yes, and at some point it may be, do I need to reevaluate this job? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's the bigger (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that was the two three year slide, Amy. Where you know you, you've you've stayed past the expiration date of this job. Oh, I know that I've been trying to get out of here for since that. Yeah, I have been, but it has but, not worked out. Well, but in that the the not working out is because you've got to shift your energy from the okay. place that where you are. Because that's where you're resonating. You're wanting, you're wanting to leap to the new place with a new kind of energy and so forth. But you're kind of dragging along your current, okay. your current place of energy. And so you've got to shake that. That's why I'm saying you, you need to have this epic shake off of this kind of energy and just keep doing it. I mean, you know, we're talking about mental health and I'm going to tell you to be crazy, meaning, <laughs> meaning, Go crazy with positive energy to shake this off and do it on a daily basis as you need until you're vibrating at a higher level so that you're able to attract your new resonance, you know, your new place of job and employment and everything because it's now resonating at your higher level. But you got to shake it off first. And the other thing, Amy, that I do want to add, and now I'll put on my clinical psychology hat, is that if you feel that you really can't muster the energy, that this is going beyond kind of a situational experience, that perhaps now your mood is really involved, and as much as you try, you're just kind of stuck in that quicksand or can't get over it, it could be that you could really benefit from some interventions that would help with your chemistry. Now, in Western medicine, they would always look at a, you know, maybe an antidepressant or something like that. But the purpose of this show today is to say there are so many options when there is a chemical imbalance, which can also come from being feeling hopeless and helpless for a long period of time. And then it becomes a chicken or an egg kind of thing. So there are many places where you can go to consult and say, gee, do I, maybe I need a little help with this at this time. And once I begin thinking more clearly, I'll be able to take more of those actions. And you, you're just helped all the way around. So that's another thing to keep in mind. Yeah, absolutely, okay. Amy. And, and, and we're going to bring, you know, coming into the show. So what you and I will have a private consultation. And, but we're coming in after, uh, shortly after the break, we're going to be talking about, um, you know, remedies like Dr. Bach flowers and things that are herbal and homeopathic, um, acu, acupuncture, things of these nature that will help in the overall well-being, that well-being package that we're talking about, um, the wellness package. And so we'll look at things like that as alternatives to bring the awareness to them so that you, you have a vast array of information. And that's what today is all about. So, Hang in there, Amy. We're going to talk after the show. 
and I thank you for having the courage to call in live. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, so thanks, Amy. You're okay. welcome. You're listening to Dear James Live. Express yourself. Tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. Today is Mental Health Matters, Options and Remedies. We're on with Dr. Jan, and when we come back, I'll be bringing in another fellow practitioner, Julie Abruzzi, and she is a amazing, amazing person who has a master's degree in acupuncture and oriental medicine. We'll be back right after this message. To be more consciously enlightened is innate. Do you feel there's more to life? If so, find the resource that's right for you by going to dearjames.com slash resources. You are the reality you create. Make it a great one. When you ask a question, the universe hears you, and in a multitude of ways, They seek to communicate with you to provide the intuitive insight, answers, and advice you seek. From serious to silly, monumental to mundane, there's nothing the universe can't cover. Maybe the insight you receive is exactly the affirmation you were looking for. Then again, it may just give you a whole new perspective on things. And that's the beauty of the universe. Submit your question to Dear James at DearJames.com and click Ask. The gift of giving is immeasurable. Give of your time, talent, resources, and money. Give not only because you can, but because by doing so, it is already coming back to you. As a people, we are only as strong as the least among us. Together, we harness the power of the collective whole and see through our deeds the power of miracles, both large and small. Find the charity that's right for you by visiting www.dearjames.com and click on Charitable Giving. One person or kind act really does make the difference. Hello, and welcome back to Dear James Live. Express yourself, tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. Today is all about mental health matters, options, and remedies. And joining Dr. Jan and myself is Julie Abruzzi. Julie has a master's degree in acupuncture and oriental medicine, is nationally recognized as a diplomat of acupuncture, and for the past several years has been on faculty at the Japanese Department in the Japanese department, excuse me, at the New England School of Acupuncture. She has a private practice. And welcome, Julie. Thank you, James. Hi, Dr. Jan. Hi, Julie. So amazing to have you on, Julie. And and during the break, um, Julie, you were speaking to um, an issue that we wanted to go back to with our first caller, Amy. Would you 
bring in your your assessment there. It was really insightful. Sure. sure. Well, and, and the thing I picked up on Amy's call is we get into these um, jobs and and we spend a considerable amount of time in a, in a physical surrounding doing a particular job. And we're energetic beings. That's how acupuncture works. That's how yoga works. That's how Qigong works. So we pick up on the building around us. We pick up on the people around us. We pick up on the work that we have to do. And if there's a disconnect between where the energy is coming in and we're interfacing with that energy and we get frustrated that we can't either control the energy or where our life is going or how our job is going, frustration tends to mount. And so in in Amy's case, James and, and Dr. Jen, you both had beautiful suggestions. It can be until she finds that next job she wants to go to, she needs to take her lunch break or her coffee break and go outside, put her coat on and get some fresh air and do some deep breathing to calm the mind down. Because if the mind is calm, everything else processes more efficiently. Right. And you were speaking to also like um, potential issues with the liver and so forth. I mean, in other words, how that how these elements and energies can affect, you know, the organs within our body as well. Absolutely. So the 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 predominance of elements are tied to organs. So we have five five elements predominantly in both uh, India, Ayurvedic medicine and Chinese and Japanese acupuncture medicine. So you have earth, metal, wood, water and fire. And these five elements are what make up everything. And each element is tied to an emotion. So we have the element of um, wood is controlled by the liver and the gallbladder predominantly, and it's anger. So we we tend to notice people that always respond um, with an with an angry. They're very short. They tend to you know flush quickly. It's a very um, it it. it it's a strong energy. The The next one that we have is fire, which is joyful. It's our heart and soul. It's our passion. Passions in life are controlled with the heart. Uh, the next element would be earth. And this is the spot I, I kind of got the feeling that Amy was stuck in. It's an earth element. So when we um, don't like to move our position. That's a very strong earth element. Um, right. we're, we're rooted, right? You know, we're, we're rooted we're, in and we're, we're grounded in right. and we're not, you know, trees don't get up and, and, and run. <laughs> well put, you know, well said. They move in the wind, but they need to be flexible. You will see a willow take a, or a palm tree is able to take the strong gusts of the wind. An oak tree or something much more rigid can't absorb that kind of energy from the earth and it'll crack. Right, exactly. Um, the, the next element we have is um, the metal element and that's associated with fall. It's the lung, it's the large intestine. So if, if we're, our breath is intimately tied to how our emotions are, how our, our thinking is, um, and, and this is the key point. You can tell if you're panting and out of breath, you know, things start to shut down. 
were unable to process effectively. And the last so, so, Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jen. No, well, what I was hearing then, Julie, so for the caller would be where, let's say, classic Western medicine might consider it uh, even a depression or a minor depression and look at it with a pill. Um, Chinese medicine would say that it's it's a disturbance in the balance of the elements, right? And might be treating something like liver stagnation or something like that to move energy that's, and to help Amy access more of her energy to be able to then become more flexible and get up and go. Exactly. And, the, and it's that flexibility of the breath, Dr. Jan. So if we're sitting in a cubicle, we don't have enough light, there is a, a stagnation and an inability for the lungs to expand. And, and in that restriction, we don't have the proper flow of the energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and exactly. And this, this comes back. To the, to the fact that when you look at an overall look at wellness, wellness package, package we're, talking we're talking about soul, soul body, body, mind, mind. And, and the ability to, the ability to harmonize, harmonize all of those elements, of those elements. And, thereby and thereby you you end up in a in a more in a more in a wellness state. I mean, you have to be looking at all of the elements. Your organs, your, your organs, intake, your what is the intake, nutrition, what is your exercise, what is your breath and breathing, what is your environment, the energy, all of these things, taking, of these things place. taking place. And what are your thoughts? Because that's huge. <laughs> that's huge. What are you thinking that's contributing to the whole situation? And again, James that, and Julie, that's why I'm so happy about this show today because people, to the, to the extent that they can know that there are ancient systems of medicine, Ayurvedic, Japanese, Chinese, that have looked at these for thousands of years and have successfully treated the whole person, that's something Western medicine doesn't do well. We just don't do it well. So there are other systems that do it very, very well that a person can consider for their whole well-being. Well, and I think uh, James alluded to it earlier when speaking with Amy. It just might be a Julie, I'm going to break in real quickly. We're having slight technical difficulties, so we're going to go to a quick break, and we'll be right back after this message. To be more consciously enlightened is innate. Do you feel there's more to life? If so, find the resource that's right for you by going to dearjames.com slash resources. You are the reality you create. Make it a great one. When you ask a question, the universe hears you, and in a multitude of ways, They seek to communicate with you to provide the intuitive insight, answers, and advice you seek. From serious to silly, monumental to mundane, 
there's nothing the universe can't cover. Maybe the insight you receive is exactly the affirmation you were looking for. Then again, it may just give you a whole new perspective on things. And that's the beauty of the universe. Submit your question to Dear James at DearJames.com and click Ask. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Dear James Live. Express yourself. Tell it like it is and then hear what Dear James has to say. My two amazing guests today, Dr. Jan and Julia Bruzzi, and we are talking about mental health matters and options and remedies. And really from both the a holistic, a homeopathic um, viewpoint to open the awareness of alternatives to traditional um, Western, westernized medicine and so forth all in balance, all in concert with one another. Um, something that I wanted to ru- you know, jump into so that we don't run out of time, um, Dr. Jan, if you would talk a little bit about um, Dr. Bach's flowers, the essences and so forth, and, and the theory behind them and so forth, and their use. Well, the Bach flower essences are just a beautiful way of uh, understanding energetic medicine. And uh, just like with Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic, there's a recognition that the herbs, the plants of, of the flowers on our planet have medicinal properties and that, and they're energetically medicinal and that can be extracted. So a beautiful man named Edwin Bache in, in England, we pronounce it Bach, Edwin Bache in England, uh, left his practice of traditional medicine in a Western sense when he began really communicating with the beautiful essences of the flowers in his garden. And he used a classic homeopathic manner of extracting the essences or the soul of each flower and recognizing what it was best for. So there's a lovely um, complement of over 30 flower essences in the in the box system. Now, anyone can make a flower essence. There are beautiful books about how to do that. And you can find the beautiful plant spirit medicine in your own garden. But there are these are commercially available. They're a high quality product and they contain the healing essences of the flowers. So there's one of the ones that a lot of people may be very uh, familiar with is called rescue remedy and it's actually um that there's a the actual bach flowers there's i won't get into copyright issues but there is there are two series of remedies it could also be called five flower remedy or five flower essence and it contains the essences of five plants flowers that are particularly here for the purpose of helping us deal with grief, shock, and trauma, and anxiety. So one of the first things I do when someone approaches me with a trauma or a shock, a grief or a loss, or just anxiety, is have them get Rescue Remedy and begin to use that, because I I call it psychological glue. It just, in some beautiful way, begins to mend us from the inside and give us more resilience to deal with the shocks and traumas and anxieties that we may be coping with. And and there's also on this particular, and I'm going to give you, uh, everybody, the listening uh, audience, it's Bach flower or bake, Bach flower, but it's B like boy, A, C like Charlie, H, flower.com. And they also then have an entire questionnaire that you you go through first and, you know, answer the questionnaire with honesty about what are your symptoms, what are you feeling in terms of your mental state, your mental wellness and, and well-being. And it then formulates, if you will, I've got this right, that it formulates for you the essences that you actually should 
um, engage with. That's right. Perfect. And so, so tying on to that, um, Julia's from this entire holistic standpoint of acupuncture and oriental medicine, talk to us or take us through how acupuncture and tongren and acutonics and so forth, these are uh, modalities that you uh, implement in your private practice in Massachusetts. Kind of take us through the perception of wellness and, and mental wellness and, and so forth and how these modalities interact with that, how you see it so that people understand the benefits of these modalities in their wellness. So, so James, that's a great um, question. How do all these different modalities come to affect a body? And everyone, whether it's flower essences, whether it's a run or a swim, or whether it's spending time in their garden, they're going inside and they're checking and coming to a space where they feel feel good, right? We do things that make us feel good. And then the energy is flowing completely through the system. What a practitioner can do is then come in, whether it's needles for acupuncture, whether it's tuning forks, whether it's the, the flower remedies, you can come in and address certain blocks in the system that are presenting on a physical, mental, emotional level of um, headaches or anxiety or sleeplessness. Insomnia is a classic thing that I see in my practice. And what happens is, is someone will have a bout with insomnia for a week, 10 days, and then all of a sudden other symptomology starts to develop out of the fact that their body isn't getting the proper rest. I go in with the tuning forks or the acupuncture needles addressed their particular blockage that I'm seeing and then typically within usually two to three days everything has self-corrected. The body is very, very, very um, it's got a beautiful homeostasis, a, a balancing mechanism, and it's just whether or not the we can tune into that, um, whether the the difficult symptoms, the body's always in contact with us trying to let us know how it feels. So if you can't find, uh, if you're not feeling yourself, there's, there's, the body's trying to tell you something and it'll use pain. It'll use a headache. It'll use whatever it needs to do to get your attention. And I, Julie, I am so glad that you said that beautiful statement that the body really has a lovely self-correction system because again, in our culture, we have been unfortunately uh, split off from that awareness and we don't know it. We don't believe it. We don't trust it. The body really can self-correct, especially when it's helped to come into its balance, its most perfect balance. So for people listening, if you aren't, quote unquote, yourself, you can find yourself again, often through these beautiful modalities such as Julie was describing. Absolutely. And, there, and taking it from a soul perspective, you know, from an intuitive soul perspective, you know, the body is the manifestation of what the soul is you know the soul the soul controls if you will the soul originates all and when we are disassociated with the soul if we don't even understand that that we have one per se the body starts manifesting externally that which is out of balance this dis-ease that the soul is encountering and so 
we need to come to a greater understanding that there is a tremendous that it's it's the soul source connection and all of these modalities you know from from uh, julie's uh work and so forth it's about balancing energies it's about bringing them back into harmony it's about clearing these things um and julie you said that in in uh oriental medicine and so forth that there's what what's the word for it when you're you're balancing you're you're out of oh you you have a, a imbalance in your shen so there we go so man and and his is viewed in the oriental medicines as the bridge between heaven and earth earth is very solid heaven is up up in the skies in the clouds very there's no solidity to it Man is the bridge between the two, and our little piece of the soul is is if if our mind is not in harmony with um, the soul that's in our heart, it's said that we develop whatever symptom it is. Um, if if and you can I, I can distill it down to little kids. You know they come in perfect, absolutely perfect. They cry when they are hungry or cold or they want to be held and it's their soul asking for something and we get to a point in our development especially in the west where we kind of put a stopper on what our soul truly wants to do so you you um end up going through elementary school and high school and in onto what wherever and however you go and if you don't pay attention to that little part part of what the soul wanted to experience in this lifetime stuff will emerge because if you're if you really want to be a fireman and you're a postal worker it's not it's not gonna mesh right and and it's actually what you brilliantly just articulated is here come you know here it comes in the infant and as we know from uh chris griscombe from the light institute you know she's saying each soul comes in whole and complete. And here it is that it's the communication of the soul as, as an infant. It cries. It's a physical manifestation of what the soul needs to communicate. It needs, it needs nourishment. It needs to be changed. It needs to be held. It has an ailment. It communicates in the way it knows through the soul. And as we numb that, as we get older and we start numbing that connection of the soul, leading because at that point the soul is leading and we start reversing that trend as we get older and all of a sudden to where the extent of oh i don't really listen to my soul or i don't even you know i don't even believe in that um to where it's all being led by the mind and the body is then demonstrating you know from both the the body and the mind are then demonstrating this lack of soul source connection or mm-hmm. communication. Yes. Um, yes. So that's- and James, James, that's a beautiful point because in Ayurvedic medicine, we say, you know, the mind can drag the body around, but if the soul's not in it, um, you, you know, there are the three components that all need to be there to have a healthy, healthy, fulfilling life. You, you need to have beautiful. all three connected. Absolutely. All three. And, and before we're running into the last five minutes, but I want to also touch on something that is, um, 
somewhat futuristic, um, and Dr. Jan and I were speaking about this, um, she had placed it on my radar, is smartbrainandhealth.com. Smartbrainandhealth.com. And basically, um, over the course of approximately 15 years, Dr. Bradley Jabor with Smart Brain and Health is utilizing um, functional magnetic resonance imaging with what's called TMS, Targeted Therapy with Neuronavigation. It's, I'm sorry, it's Transcranial Magnetic Stimulation, which is basically like GPS for the brain. And what they're doing is they're taking very um, specific, uh, this functional magnetic resonance, and they're placing it on it's it's uh, on your cranium and so forth, and they are taking images, high high uh, resolution images, and pinpointing potential areas within your brain that are, you know, in disease, if you will, and the brain disorders that they are treating with this particular therapy range from depression, OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, auditory hallucinations, anxiety disorder. Uh, bipolar disorder, fibromyalgia, psychosis, Parkinson's, and chronic pain. So here, you know, from we, we run the gamut of something that is futuristic, um, that is non-invasive but futuristic, to basically reset or send the signals to the brain so as to get it to function in a, in a new manner, to traditional you know, westernized psychology and and psychiatry and so forth to the ancients of oriental medicine. There are so many um, ways by which to address your mental health and wellness. Um, that is so true, James. It's so exciting to think about the palette that we have available to us now. Indeed. And, and for everybody listening, because we are down to the last, you know, three minutes, and I want to thank my guests and everything, but also just to remember... One size does not fit all. Um, mental health and wellness, it is a wellness package, and you need to see what fits for you, what modalities work, what alternatives are there. Some people don't want to take a pill. Some people will want to do something homeopathic or from an acupuncture or acutonics and toning and so forth. Look at the different avenues that are there for you. I am incredibly honored and blessed to have Dr. Jan and Julia Bruzzi on with me. They are amazing practitioners. Um, please look them up. If you need their information, you can always come to info at dearjames.com. Um, send an email and I will forward you their information. And thank you, ladies, both so, so much for your wellness and your goodness and for joining me today on Mental Health Matters, Options and Remedies. You've been listening to Dear James Live. Express yourself. Tell it like it is, and then hear what Dear James has to say. We'll be back next week. And as I always say, no matter where you are, or whom you're with, or what you're doing, wrap yourself in goodness. You've been listening to Dear James Live on the radio with your host, Dear James. Gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.